Hello, my name is Pastor Anne and welcome to the Pastor's Table. We're talking about vision and when we talk about vision, we can't not talk about the body because his vision is connected to what he loves most, his children. And so there's ways that that you can help other others and there's ways that others can help you. And not only that, be a source of love and support and encouragement. Don't not get connected. Get connected and enjoy this episode today. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Pastor's Table. Uh, we've been talking about vision and uh, what spurred this was um, when uh, Saul has his conversion. And if you look back in Acts 26, uh, it says this in verse 16, Jesus is speaking to Paul and says, But rise and stand up on thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and witness to both these things that which thou hast seen and those things in which I will appear to thee. You know, we have a purpose and uh, the purpose is to be part of a body, not to be detached but to be with other people. Mm -hmm. And we, we, we talked about and mentioned that on the other side of this, that, that Saul has this vision and, and, uh, and is struck blind after, and he has to depend on the people around him yes. to take, like, which I find so interesting, the people that were working with him, he gets stricken blind and then they have to take him to this Christian guy. Mm -hmm. And this is where, you know, this is where we need to go after he has this vision and this encounter. And then Ananias on the other side was, uh, had another vision and how he was going to minister to, um, to Saul, who became Paul. And so in our vision, it's going to be connected with other people. Um, it, our vision is, uh, is going to build up the body of Christ. And not only that, our vision will be helped with the people that we link, link arms with. Yeah. And uh, I'm so very blessed to be in a church and connected with a church body where I can share my heart with them mm -hmm. and they can say, hey, that's crazy. Or they can say, <laughs> you know, I think you're off your rocker. But, you know, <laughs> if I'm hearing Holy Spirit and sharing with them, they're going to say, yes, I agree. I believe I stand with you. How can I pray with you about this? And you know, when, when God puts something on your heart like that, and you can go to a group of, group of people and not be ashamed mm -hmm. about what God has shown you and know that you have support, it's so very freeing. I mean, Jesus frees. Yes, mm -hmm. we're free and we're set free and we're free indeed. But it's so important to have people with you that stand beside you and support you. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. You have God, but and you have Jesus, you have Holy Spirit, but you have the body of Christ, which is him also, mm -hmm. that can hear and give you instruction, give you help, give you wisdom, give you encouragement and the things that you might need to very well bring this to pass. And what your vision will do is help the body too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm so grateful for those who, who God has brought uh, together here. Many times I, I just share my heart. Here's the funny thing. We, I hear you say, uh, if you're crazy, and we often phrase our vision that way and, we, and the things that are dear to us in our heart. And we say, you know what, even the crazy stuff. Here's the other mm -hmm. side of that coin. I don't know that I've really ever had to say that to somebody. Mm. you know that in years and and so very rarely 
so very rarely mm-hmm. that someone has, has completely got it crazy up there. But I think we feel that way often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even those things that are, it, it's so precious to us, I think, when God's spoken. Sometimes we're a little nervous about sharing that. Yeah, definitely. You know what? Even about starting pastor's table. Mm-hmm. And when you brought it up, you're like, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, I have this kind of vision. And then, and all of a sudden it's like, yep, okay. And here the train is a trucking. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden we have a studio. It was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there was agreement with him. Yes. Yes. I think, uh, and and you had shared that you had been praying for for something, a fresh vision or something like that, and that's what I think you shared that afterwards. And I was like, "Well, praise the Lord." Um, but that's that's the thing. It, yes, it's precious to you, but you gotta have people to share it with. That oh, will, I know. you know that will say, "Yes, go for it." Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. So good. Definitely. I think you know it, it's so funny if we go to the actual story in Acts chapter nine. Um, where Ananias and God's talking to him mm-hmm. about what mm-hmm. he's got to do. Yeah. And that's where you, you're watching this and thinking, but um, 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 verse 13, Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard many things about this guy, how much evil he's done to the saints in Jerusalem. And he's got authority from the chief priests to bind all the call in his name. So it doesn't look very realistic mm-hmm. to do what he's called to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's but, so, oh, sorry, go, go for it. But if God's calling you, giving you a vision in your own self, it's not going to be realistic. Yeah, exactly. It really is what it comes down to. Yes. The call of spade is spade, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I, and I love it just that both of them have this rise, arise. <laughs> Like go, yes. Like go, do this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Get up, uh, yeah. Get up and go. And mm-hmm. like your vision, you know, chances are there's another like Anias on the other Anias on the other side. Amen. That they're getting up and going, and then yes. there's these agreeing, and mm-hmm. there's this agreement that when you so you think, oh, I don't have this, or I don't. This vision is like, but there's someone who has a vision that's connected with yours mm-hmm. absolutely and has that peace which you might think in yourself you might need extra people to do to carry out your vision mm-hmm. and that's okay mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe a good thing is to be blind to what went before mm-hmm. you know Saul was struck blind but afterwards he began to see God really mm-hmm. yes and sometimes we look at our life and a little blindness could help from our past <laughs> where we're, where, and we could just see that the blood of Jesus paid for that to be erased so that we'd be blind to our past That's so right. that we could now see, I mean, really see what God has in store where he gives you that vision and you see it and, and there, but there's nothing on earth yeah. yet yeah. that confirms it. Yeah. But he mm-hmm. saw before he saw. <laughs> oh. You think, you think, of, you think about how, um, it's we don't make ourselves righteous. Yeah. We don't qualify ourselves to be righteous. We don't disqualify ourselves either. It's everything that Jesus did. So our past and the training we've taken and and the life experiences, like Pastor Jason was talking about last last um, episode, you know, doesn't qualify you for um, ministry in that area and that kind of stuff. It what Jesus did on the cross, what Pastor Bill was just talking about, that blood of Jesus that he shed on the cross for us, and through that making us qualified 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah. him. You know what? It's, and it's so interesting. If you go down um, in verse 17, it says, Ananias went on his way and entered into the house, putting in his hands on him, doing what God called him to do. Mm-hmm. And then immediately after says, brother Saul. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, what a change yeah. in like a short period of time mm. that he goes from a, like a killer to brother Yeah, mm-hmm. in that period of time. And then just gets oh, filled with so the awesome. Holy Ghost in the next moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Receives thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. But to call him brother. Yeah. yeah. God can... Bring you family that you never even knew you needed. Yeah. <laughs> never even knew that you would be family with. Mm-hmm. And here you are, mm-hmm. family, because of that, yeah. of what Jesus did. Yeah. He sets the solitary in families. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he does. That's why we say you get connected. Mm-hmm. Find, your, find your hand, find your feet, find your arms, your legs. There's a body waiting. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, don't you know, float around with like, yeah. You know how how are you going to walk without a couple of legs? You know I, that vision. You you we need each other. Mm-hmm. We need each other. You know, you may not like him, but God says go beside him. Mm-hmm. You know, different. One of the unique things God's done in our midst is that we are different and we work together and we still like each other. Mm-hmm. And and I find that most of the times when things are building. Everybody's kind of like the same, but when it's God's vision, the vision can be the same, but it can look different and be, still be the same vision Yeah, and carry different. A good example of that is, is when we're praying for people and we see people praying about, God didn't always pray the same. No. Mm-hmm. Paul didn't always pray the same, Yeah, mm-hmm. but the results are Jesus results. Mm-hmm. And so while we're all unique in our giftings, and, and how we approach God is going to be slightly different. There's places where they're the same because we're the same family, just like you are with your family and blood family. Um, you might look like your father or your grandmother, but you're your own unique person. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like that. Think about a puzzle, okay? So you've got a thousand-piece puzzle that you're working on, and you've got this one piece, and it doesn't look like anything. While you're holding it in your hand, it may be the same she- shape as a bunch of other pieces in mm. the puzzle, but the, the colors and the, the designs on that piece of puzzle don't look like any other part of that puzzle. Hmm. But then as soon as you find the place for that piece of that puzzle and you put it in its place, it all, all of a sudden makes sense, all the colors mm-hmm. and designs mm-hmm. on that piece of puzzle. And that's what Pastor Gwen's talking about here. We're those pieces of the puzzle, and mm-hmm. our vision may l- not look exactly like the, the piece of puzzle that's right next to us, but when we get put in our place, it makes sense, and it, and it comes together, and, and it works as one under the unity of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You might have to take that puzzle piece and put it aside for a moment yeah. and work on something else <laughs> and then come back to that puzzle piece. <laughs> And put it in when it's time to yeah. put it in. <laughs> because you're going to be, it's, it's time consuming to take one puzzle piece and match it up with every single one. Trying but, to fit? Trying to fit. Yeah. Trying to fit everywhere. With, and you're holding this piece. But if you know you work on something else, this is there. You know it's there. Uh-huh. It'll get put in uh-huh. eventually. Uh-huh. 
but work on what you can do for now and what you're supposed to work on now and then that puzzle piece will get in the place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, right? <laughs> can we address that for just a moment? The people who don't feel like they fit. Mm -hmm. How often I've encountered that, they tell me. I feel like, I, even recently, I, I don't remember who or what or where, because when you travel, sometimes it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I don't fit anywhere, Pastor. What am I going to do? Mm. It, it, people say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's that uncommon. I think that comes out of a place of honesty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because they're looking, they're trying yeah. to fit. Trying to, yeah. If you come back to the discovery piece, look at what God's put in you that's longing to come alive. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to see. But I, I look at, I often, as a parent, when I looked at my children or our children, I could see that there were things they liked to do. Even from a very young age, one of them would cover, when they couldn't even write words yet, always wanted to have a little purse with a piece of paper and a pen in there and would be writing. But there was, there was not, they weren't making letters yet. And they, and they would write, just scribbling on paper. That one, when they got into school, was writing like crazy and just never, oh, I need to write a problem. Oh, that's great. Da, da, da. And they'd be writing away. In grade two, they wrote this whole story, which had pages and drew, weren't good with the pictures, but, but wrote out this whole story. It was already there. So listening and watching what comes, that wants to come alive. Yeah. As I mentioned before, I think it was the previous episode as well, where life tries to mold you mm -hmm. through a hurtful experience, perhaps that's why mm -hmm. you don't feel like you fit because the world did something that God wants to remove that stain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and that can cause you to feel like you don't fit. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think also, too, there's a piece where it's like, you know, you, you, have, like you, you might have a vision or something, you know what you're supposed to do. But guess what? I didn't just do it right away. <laughs> I, I helped put out chairs. Mm -hmm. I also worked at the book table. Mm -hmm. I also helped do dishes mm -hmm. when they needed to be done. I also helped serve. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that that's another piece that's in there, that I'll just do the vision. No, in the meantime, you can help and you can serve. Mm -hmm. Because in that, you build relationship with, mm -hmm. with other people. And in that, you build and get to know other people. And uh, I, I just love we, in the gym, uh, we were we have a, our Wednesday night sessions that we have. And we were talking about, you know, noticing other people and <laughs> other people's gifts mm -hmm. and seeing how you can help other people yeah. with their gifts yeah, and their talents, not to bless you, but to bless them. Mm -hmm. And once you start to look at other people, you can see, hey, wait a second, you know, uh, oh, the, I kind of fit there. Mm -hmm. Or wait a second, I kind of fit there. You know, it's genuinely, I, like, for people who feel that way, I don't, it's hard. Because I feel, like, I feel I have people that love me, that are not my blood relatives, that actually love me and care about me and pray for me and care about what happens to me mm -hmm. and will also be honest with me and actually tell me what Holy Spirit would, would like me to know. You don't want to miss out on that. Mm -mm. You don't. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, this keeps coming back for me. There's a story from a, a pastor called, uh, his name was Mark Hankins. His wife, Trina, 
um, ended up with like a brain tumor or something like that. Um, I don't know how long ago this was, but I've heard him tell this story publicly a number of times. And it was a life or death situation. And um, he had a vision. God gave him a vision that, that, of, uh, that she was going to be fine. But he also gave um, him a vision of what he needed to do in the meantime, like you were just talking about. And so <laughs> he made a list of people who were allowed in the room. And if, if, you came, if you came to go and visit, visit his wife and you were not on that list, he had somebody posted there 24 hours a day. And if you were not on that list, no, you were not allowed in that room. It didn't matter who you were. If you were not on that list, and it was basically people who walked in faith and trusted and, and knew, but God gave him that vision for it. And um, Trinity is, is alive and well and powerful in the Lord today. And, you know, because God, he stuck to that vision and he knew what he needed to do. And, and yeah. yeah. You know what? Part of that, part of that, I just don't fit um, attitude is, is a choice, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm to, you know, you can by faith, you know, there's lots of good churches out there mm -hmm. and you can find a good church mm -hmm. that preaches the word and say, I, this, you know, this is my church, mm -hmm. you know, and I was in New York and I, I started going to, to the church and, and, and I immediately volunteered for Sunday school, which was like, you know, a you know, a blessing to people who are trying to do the Sunday school. Cause you know, you know, if you can help it with Sunday school, please go say something <laughs> because that's, you know, a hard area to fill because <laughs> you're out, you know, out of the service, but I, but I, this is what I wanted to do. This is, you know, I wanted to help. And that's the way how I knew how to help. I knew how to, you know, organize and teach kids mm -hmm. my field. And so I went there and I was like, and I, and I got connected right away. And, and I was in this meeting and this person goes like, who are you? Because I'd been there for only like a couple of weeks and all of a sudden I'm there and I'm actually connected. Uh -huh. And and it was a, just a choice uh -huh. that it was my church when I walked through the doors. Uh -huh. And in that, you know, it was such a blessing. Uh -huh. And 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 I think that, you know, there's a place for you. Absolutely. Um, you know, you can find a place to fit. Uh -huh. And there's people that will love you. There's no lack of love in his kingdom. Amen. 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 <laughs> There's always a place. Yes. There's always a time. Mm -hmm. And and like you say, choice. I could give you many, many scenarios, but um, the, the the important thing is to find the word, let it work, mm -hmm. let let it come. I've, I've done all those things as well. I know you have. I, I love how everybody just, we just all work together. Mm -hmm. Although I'm not allowed to move chairs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you did have your time. I did have my did. time. Absolutely. Yeah. You Absolutely. did set up church. Yes. <laughs> you definitely had your time. Washed the floors when we were done, even after we preached and prayed for everybody. Huh. And uh, packed up things and drove the truck with all the equipment in it. Hmm. Those days are not these days. <laughs> but we believed, we believed in the vision. We believed that God was calling us to the city to shake some things, to mm -hmm. have people wake up, mm -hmm. to meet others who had the same vision, and to help them find them. I'm so delighted. I think of the time when uh, we were in a meeting and we met Pastor Jason for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it was like the meeting, the three, what it was, I think there were about 300 people in that meeting. And I remember it was like he was the only one there, and, the, and other than the people who we already knew. And I'm like, why do, why do you stand out? <laughs> why, why are you, and you just stood out. There you were. And then you came to a prayer meeting and the rest was history. <laughs> and just how God will help you mm -hmm. find your place, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll help you 
He'll help you get, if you'll listen, his voice will guide you. He'll lead you. And you'll find that the vision somewhere is the same. You have the same heart. And mm-hmm. and I understand that each church in many ways will have a part on a bigger scale. When we talk about people having a different part, churches have a different part. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a different feel. And not every church is for every person. Some people, is you know, their, their whole thing is like they got, you know, phenomenal uh, singers and things like that. Some people are known for... Outreach. Some people are known for this. Be where God sends you. Yeah. Be happy, get planted, and thrive. Amen. God bless.